Welcome to the River City Church Hobart podcast. We pray that through the preaching of God's Word that you can get to a deeper, more intimate place with Him. Enjoy. Good day, everybody. So good that we are online with you again. It's just, this loving, this is just such a loving, beautiful community we have online. And we just love and appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much for connecting with us and letting us know how you're going. Please keep that up. Keep that up. Uh, keep writing to us. Keep letting us know. You know, we... We, we love the fact that there are thousands of people that watch our program every week, but it's, the, it's those who make contact and connect with us, and we can really build a relationship with you and connect with you. That's just such a privilege for us. So please keep sending us your prayer requests and, and, and also uh, your breakthroughs, your testimonies. We want to hear uh, all of the amazing things that God's doing in your life. And when, when those testimonies of God's breakthroughs and miracles come through, it's an encouragement even to our prayer team to keep praying for you and believing for you because we hear all the great things that God's doing. Amen. I, I want to talk to you a little bit today. My, my message is called uh, Be Who You Are. You know, for, for us in this season, supernatural faith is going to require us to have a kind of living that lives in the truth of faith, isn't it? Uh, God uh, God can take over. Now, in, in the circumstances of, of life, there's, there's so many times when things happen, uh, things happen in our world, things happen around us, things, things uh, start to, to take place and put pressure on our lives, and we start to think, well, you know, why doesn't God just, why doesn't God just take it away? Why doesn't God just remove things um, from our lives? Uh, and He can. He can do that. But because of who you are, often He doesn't. You might say that's a radical statement. Like, like what do you mean? God, God can do that, but because of who I am, He doesn't do that. Well, you, you, need to, you need to ask yourself, who do I say I am? And who does God say I am? I just looked at this scripture this morning in Ephesians 1, verse, 30, uh, verse 3 to 6. It says this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ, just as He chose us in Him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestined us to the adoption as sons by Christ Jesus Himself. In verse 6 says, He made us accepted in the Beloved. This is a powerful thing. You know, I, I say to you, God can... God can do things, but because of who you are, sometimes He doesn't. A, a good example of this would be in Mark 4. Mark 4, we find a story of the disciples being on the boat with Jesus. Jesus is sleeping. A storm is raging outside. There's a, there's a, massive, uh, a massive push on every side. The disciples start to, to, to be concerned about their life and their, their survival. They didn't know how they were going to make it. And and in, the, in that state, in that panic state, they, they come to Jesus, they wake him up, they say, Jesus, Jesus, help us, help us, we've all, we're, we're perishing, we're, we're not going to make it through the night. And, and in that moment, Jesus uh, comes uh, and he lovingly, beautifully, he comes and he rebukes the storm and he speaks life uh, back into, into that situation. But he turns to the disciples and, and he says to them, you know what, you could have done this. You could have done this. And I wonder how many times in our lives we, we have a situation where, where, where naturally things are happening that, that are not favorable and, and that are not fun and we're not enjoying it. But, but in that moment, we're crying out, help us. 
And God says, you can do this. Be who you are. You see, Jesus had confidence. He had faith. He could sleep in the boat. He, he had confidence to sleep in the boat because he knew the disciples were there. And, 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 and he knew that they had authority. He knew that they had uh, the, the capacity, the ability to, to quiet the storm and, and to get to the other side. But they did not realize that Jesus left them in charge. Jesus left them with authority. Jesus gave that to them. And I, I want to say to you today, Jesus has given us authority in the name of Jesus. We've been given power and ability. We've been given the, uh, the Holy Spirit as, as an empowering from heaven. You need to be who you are. You need to be who you are in God. It's in God that we are able to do amazing things. Jesus himself said, as the Father sent him, so he sends us as the Father sent Jesus. Think about this. Jesus went with the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus walked in authority. Jesus walked in victory. Jesus walked a, a life that, they, that there was absolutely nothing that could happen to him that he did not consent to happen. Even the cross was not men making a decision to do that to him. It's something he knew and pre, predestined and and, and proclaimed and prophesied that would happen. And he gave himself into that place. I want to ask you today, who are you? Who are you in your mind and in your heart? Do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know who you are in God? You know, that's a, that's a very powerful question. Uh, you know, we talk to counselors and psychologists and, and people who work with, with, with uh, you know, people trying to figure out their way in life. Who am I and why am I are two of the, Two of the five most important questions people ask. Who am I? Why am I? Why am I here? I believe in this season as God is starting to move and do things in this world, uh, you, you know, as it gets darker on the outside, the brightness of God will dispel every dark spot. In, and I believe God is raising up His church. I believe God is pouring out His Spirit. I believe there's a fresh move of God coming in the world because there's no way God will allow darkness to come and rise up and ha not have an answer, not have an answer to push back the darkness. And that's the thing. The darkness has no power because the light is stronger the light is more powerful than any darkness. We don't live by our feelings. We don't even live by circumstances. We live by every word that God proclaims, every word that God has spoken. There was a time that we were slaves, orphans, strangers. There was a time where we were far off and we had no, 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 no power, no authority, no rights. But now in Jesus Christ, you have all authority you have been called into the beloved. You have been accepted by the Father. You are fully in God. Do you realize that in Jesus Christ, the ceilings have been shattered? The walls have been smashed down. The boundaries have been pushed through. In Jesus Christ, you are now. You are now free. You are now free to prosper. You are now free to be fruitful. This is a blessing, my friends. This is something beautiful. Uh, we have the capacity and the ability in the freedom we have in Christ to live the full and abundant life. This is what Jesus said. He said to us in John 10, verse 9 and 10, he says, we, we would be blessed going in and blessed going out. This is the, the life we can live in Christ. It says, uh, uh, Jesus says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved 
and will go in and go out and find pasture. He will go in and find pasture and he will go out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to rob, to kill, to steal and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The Passion Bible gives it to us this way. The Passion Bible says God wants you to be so full of Him, so full of heaven, so full of the goodness of God that your life is in consistent overflow. Your banks, the banks of the river of your life is constantly in overflow. That every good and godly thing in your life is in abundance. Isn't that beautiful? That God actually declares that this is, this is the life that Jesus came for us. But you know what? That's not, that's not what the thief wants for you. That's not what the enemy of your faith wants for you. The enemy of your faith uh, wants you to, be, you to be poor and broken and falling apart. The, the enemy of your faith wants you to feel like you have no hope and no options and no future. My friends, Jesus came to set us free. Why? Why is there such a contending for your soul and for your, for your future? I believe because grace is, a, is an amazing gift, but grace is not just for salvation. Grace is for an abundant life. Grace is for a full life. God wants you to regain your, your inheritance as children of God. Regain your authority. Regain your purpose to understand who you are in Christ. Many, many live immature. Many live double-minded. Many live an unstable life because they do not realize who they are in Christ. They do not understand the fullness of this Christian life. It is not just about salvation. It's not just about, this life is not just about being saved. It is about living in the fullness of who you are in Christ. It's being part of the family of God and in the purposes of God in this world. God has called you to step into more. If being saved was only about going to heaven, then I, I, I wonder why is the Bible so full of things like bearing fruit, like abiding, like faithfulness, like ministry, like go and preach the gospel. Uh, why is there so much? of this stuff in the Bible if, if it was only about salvation and heaven. If salvation is all that there is, I reckon the Bible could be a lot thinner because what would be the point of scriptures like this? Let's look at John 15, verse 1 to 5. It says this, Jesus says, I am, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Why? That it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I will abide in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. This is what Jesus is saying. I am the vine, and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. I think this scripture clearly tells us that God's desire for the Christian life isn't just to get to heaven when you die, isn't just to avoid hell uh, on earth. It is to live the full and abundant life that Jesus Christ came to secure for us. He himself said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. Are you who you need to be? Are you 
who you are. I think this is a very important thing. Why do you think God releases abundance into our lives? Why do you think God wants to be a blessing, wants to bless you, wants to, to see your life uh, be well and protected and safe and covered so that you can be a living expression of, <coughs> excuse me, of who you are in the world? A living expression of who you are in the world. The, that's what the gospel is. The gospel is a transformational message that, that makes you, that turns you, that, that literally you are born again into becoming like Christ. There's no condemnation in Christ. Why? Because God is constantly drawing us into freedom and drawing us into life. We are led by the Spirit. We walk by the Spirit. So I ask you again, who are you in God? Who are you? In God. You need to be who you are in God now that Jesus has come into your life. And, and I, 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 I make this statement, maybe you're, you're not saved, but if you're saved, I want to ask you this question. Now that Jesus has come in your life, who are you? Who are you because Jesus came? I can tell you, you're not weak. You're not insignificant. You're not useless. You're, you're, not, you're not worth ignoring. Because there is power and life and, 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 and goodness in the things that God has. Your victory is only your victory because of what Jesus has done in your life. Your life means something because you are a child of God. Every Christian should understand and never lose sight of the fact that when Jesus has come, everything changes. It is what He has done, not what you have done. There are some who want us to think that, that we, we gain our, our Christian life by works. No, we, we have good works in our lives because we have gained a life that Christ has secured for us on the cross. This is the beauty of the gospel. Your potential is unlimited. Why would the enemy want to rob, kill, and destroy something that's worthless? Have you thought about that? If your life was worthless, why would the enemy be coming after you this hard. You may be saying, Nico, you, you just don't understand the pressures I'm in. You may not understand the stuff that's going on in my life. Nico, you don't understand how bad I have. And I want to ask you this question. What is there so valuable and beautiful and, and precious in your life that the enemy would be so determined to want to, to rob, kill, and destroy you? You have to start looking at the mirror and asking yourself, who am I in God? Because you need to be who you are in God. If the enemy is this adamant and this determined and this, this, uh, this pressure to push you down and, and to get rid of you, I want to ask you, have you missed the treasure and the value that God has placed in your life? Think about it. You're a child of God. You're an heir of God. You, you, you've become like Jesus in the sense that you've become a joint heir with him. Uh, the same spirit that, that was with Jesus and in Jesus and on Jesus is in and on in with you. This is the power of who you are. It is time for us to be who we are in God. We can't just take this Christian life just for granted, and we can't take it as just something that, that happens to get you saved. No, there is much more to it. When Jesus said to the disciples, you have the capacity, you had the ability to speak to the storm and still it. You know, so many Christians today, they, they live in this mindset that, that, 
that everything is fight. Whatever will be, will be. We, we live in this mindset that somehow uh, God will do what he wants to do and, and that we have absolutely no authority. No, this is not true. If this was true, why even be a Christian? If this was true, why even go through the motions? I want to tell you today that there is, there is things that you need to realize God has given us. And if God has given us these things, he has called us to walk in them. Think about it. Why do we have all authority if we can't change anything? Why do we have a sword and armor if we're not able to, to withstand? Why do we need to pray and fast if it makes no difference? Why, why do we have the, the powerful name of Jesus if, if things are just going to happen the way it's going to happen? Why, why do we have the spirit of the living God living in us if things are just going to go the way it's going to go? Why do we have the promises of God that we take a hold of by faith? Why is it that, that we have power life and death power in our tongue that we can declare and, and, and prophesy and speak things into life or into death. My friends, why do men, why are men destroyed for a lack of knowledge? Why should we go out and preach the gospel? Why should we not forsake the gathering of the saints together if it makes no difference? Why should we even bring a sacrifice? I want to tell you, my friends, don't let the marketing team of hell convince you that everything will just be as it is. No, Jesus said there may be a storm raging. There may be things happening around you, but you have authority. Be who you are in God. And I challenge you tonight to be who you are in God, to step out in faith and walk in the fullness of the authority that you had. I, I want to finish off with a story in Mark 17 where, where Jesus... Uh, Jesus comes down off the mountain. He, he, uh, he had been praying and, and he's with his disciples and uh, three of his disciples. He gets down to the bottom and a man comes to him and he says, oh, my son is, my child is, is being possessed and there's all this stuff happening. And, and your disciples, they prayed for him, but nothing happened. They couldn't deliver him. They couldn't help him. They, they couldn't heal him. And Jesus said to them, he, he ministered to this boy, set him free. And then the disciples said, why could we not do this? Well, what is it that we are missing? And Jesus said, this does not come out but by fasting and prayer. I don't believe that was a rebuke because when you bring up, when you raise disciples, you don't, you don't knock them down, you build them up. I believe Jesus was saying to these disciples, you too could have done this, but there are times in your life that you have to walk in the authority of who you are. This does not change unless you fast and pray. There are things in our Christian journey. You, we need to stop thinking. Things just happen by chance. God does not work against himself. He wants us to come in alignment and stand in faith and trust. Can I tell you tonight, today, as you watch this program, there are things that can change in your life. Yes, God can help you and God will help you and he's faithful to help you. But maybe God is also saying to you today, stand on faith. Stand in faith. Stand with faith because you need to be who you are in Christ. You have been given every spiritual gift in Jesus Christ. You've been given every authority in the name of Jesus. You have been given the, the, the go-ahead of the Holy Spirit in your life. Maybe today 
is the day you need to stand up and start rebuking the storms in the name of Jesus and be who you are in God. Is that an encouragement? I want you to be encouraged by this message. Don't just be a, 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 a leaf blowing in the wind. It's time for you to take your full inheritance in Jesus Christ and stand in the authority, not of your own, but of the one who gave it to you and be powerful in Jesus' name. Can I pray with you as we bring this program to a close? Maybe tonight you, you say, oh, I, I don't have the courage or the boldness. I, I don't really feel like I'm up to it. Well, can I tell you, you are. You are. All you need to do is just trust God. Open your mouth and speak. It's not your faith. It's his faith through your mouth that stills the storm. It's his faith through you that, that casts out the, de the demons and the devils. It's his faith through you that heals the disease. It's time to let his faith live in you so you can be who you are. Father God, I just pray for my friends right now. There are some watching that may not have, have a real relationship with you. There may be somebody watching today who don't know you. I pray, Father, that today you will make the revelation of who we are in you, who we can be in you, a real breakthrough authority, a breakthrough uh, anointing in Jesus' name in their life. May the goodness of your abundant life become a revelation and a manifestation in them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now go, prosper, be fruitful, be in peace, and be full of joy, because these are all things that are not far off. They're part of the blessings of God. Blessed going in and blessed coming out. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to learn more about our ministry or help us spread the gospel even further, you can partner with us at rivercitycc.com.au slash online church.